0: Well, we've been talking a lot about movies lately. Movies out the anus. So everyone's out there talking, what? Why don't you talk about some goddamn TV? Talk about that small screen. Well, you know what? We're going to do just that with this episode today with HBO's newest frontier in the television market, the Jude Law tv show the young pope we watched it what do we think of it what's our first impressions on these first two episodes of this religion thriller well get our views and of course much more on the review review
1: Can I get a name, man? <laughs> Welcome to the review, review—a show where two small town dudes give you our big dumb opinions. I will be Troy to the max extreme. I
0: am Father JT3K.
1: <laughs> Today we will be going over Young pup. Excuse me, did you say in pup? Young Pop, in pup. Young pup, you la- laugh. Yeah, that's not going to get old. No. <laughs> I can already hear people breaking
0: their MP3 players.
1: In a simultaneous stop. Yep.
0: And now I'm done with the show. And unsubscribe.
1: Completely <laughs> done with the show. They
0: had me until they started just, not, and their whole show was just ying poop. Ying
1: poop. That was it. Now I'm done. Uh, that'll be coming up tail end of the show. Tail. Top of the hour. Some say, usually us. Scorpion tail, because it's going to sting you. Ah! Too stingy! Ah! Damn yeah. it! <laughs> Do I need to pee on it? Ah! Shit! <laughs> I need to shit on it! <laughs> yeah. It's a really big scorpion. <laughs> uh, but first, we need to get into what was happening this last week, starting with the hottest role in Hollywood. Hot. The hottest it's too hot. <laughs> ha! So says. Oh shit! <laughs> so says Rob Liefeld, of comic book fame, creator of Deadpool. Oh, this is the guy that we like. No,
0: <laughs> Joel, <laughs> you I never remember, listen. If I remember correctly, we like this guy. Joel, you don't listen. <laughs> this guy sounds real. Cool. Playback. We don't. You don't listen. Hold on, hold on, let me listen back.
1: Oh yeah, we don't like him. (laughs) Good one. As me and Neil both said in your playback, we don't like him. Yeah, that guy's probably not good. Rob Liefeld, creator of characters such
0: as Deadpool, which is a hot hit. Oh, I like that, so he must be pretty good. The
1: other character he created. Cable. Upcoming, okay. Upcoming character. This guy sounds real cool. Joel, you don't listen. You don't just understand. You don't get it. So he made Deadpool and Cable? He did. Oh,
0: he sounds like a nice guy. He didn't make them good. He oh, okay. made the characters, and they got good after he left. Okay, so he made them, so they exist because of him? Yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you son of a bitch. twisting up my words. Uh, hottest new role in Hollywood? Cable. So says Rob Liefeld. Hot! Who could it be? Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Rumors have already started about it being a certain actor in Hollywood. I think I heard about this. Pierce Brosnan. I'm up for that. I am very curious on how that would work. I want to see he him doing it. Definitely not my first choice. Second choice.
0: Dude, Pierce Brosnan's been killing it lately. He's been in some pretty good stuff. Really? Yeah. Well, Last well, time I, like...
1: I saw him in was like, mama Mia.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he's going to base his his <laughs> character of Cable off of his character in Mamma Mia.
1: Maybe he'll have a singing role. You don't no, know. he's got like some cool, like, uh,
0: there's like this movie called The Matador that he was in with Greg Kinnear where he played like a sweet ass, like, assassin. Oh, Sounds all right. So, like, I think, like, in his old, like, all of his, like, older years stuff, like, once he got away from, like, the James Bond stuff, I think he started, like, spicing Real, it up a little really bit. Really killing it. Really killing it. I'm I'm digging Pierce Brosnan. Right
1: Mamma Mia. Cable. Listen, you're just focusing <laughs> on the wrong things right now. <laughs> but, yeah, they even uh, was teased by, uh, not Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan didn't tease himself. By uh, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman himself. Oh, man. Teasing over Twitter. That, and fans have already made what he would look like in possible Deadpool 2. Oh, shit. As Cable. Obviously. Oh, shit. Ops. Oh, shit. It's a shit. <laughs> it's a very out there pick. At least for my perspective, I'm but to see I don't where hate it, goes. it. I don't I'm hate I'm willing to see where it goes. I'm all for Pierce
0: Brosnan getting more work. Yep, me the too. The last, last thing I saw him in was like a shitty Netflix movie called IT, where like a kid, oh, like a dude, like God. fucking, some weird stalker guy, like hacks his smart home, and he plays like a billionaire.
1: <laughs>
0: it's such a bad movie because it's like
1: it's, oh, it's such
0: a terrible fucking movie because it's like Imagine if this happened to you. Like, it, no, it wouldn't. My house would not be. My house would not be fucking. My house is com- wood. controlled by the internet. <laughs> it's like, imagine okay. if you were a billionaire. And was like, oh, wow, okay, I will. That sounds pretty cool. Scared me. Yeah, I'm terrified I'm right spooked. now. Spooked. I'm terrified right now that. I'm a billionaire, and I hire someone <laughs> who's kind of stalkerish, and he hacked my smart home.
1: <laughs> uh, Well, on the subject of Hugh Jackman, he's in a little film called Logan coming up this year. A little indie film. A little indie film called Logan. The final trailer dropping tomorrow, obviously. Sweet. Obviously. I Is it going to be work. Red Band? Don't know. Didn't say. Could be. Maybe they put out a Red Band and a green band trailer showing all the tits and blood That's more p- more claw people's heads or that or tips of penises <laughs> in a red band trailer god i feel like they're going in a bad direction <laughs> he's
0: chopping off tips of penis like giving like circumcisions
1: yeah Turns out he was a rabbi at one point in his Jesus. life. Jesus, performed a bunch of brisses. Like we're gonna do this
0: very serious film, but then we're also going to have this this subplot where he's a rabbi a and he's giving
1: quirky rabbi. He's giving a bunch of
0: brisses.
1: You <laughs> can do three at once. You can just stack up the dicks. <laughs> stack the dicks. Yep. Ugh. How's the middle one gonna work? Oh, that's a good point. I mean, you have to get the kind of an angle. Maybe,
0: yeah. Maybe kind of like grow out like kind of, like, grows out where they're all uneven. Yeah. I
1: was like... <sniffs> yep.
0: Brist. But then you gotta get, like, a dude with, like, a bigger penis and the guy
1: that's, like, the, the smaller end... Well, this usually is done with children.
0: Yeah, but maybe there's, like... <laughs> maybe there's, like, one where it's like, okay, I want to be Jewish now. I'm, like, in my 20s. Right. I just never so got get like around to it. Yeah, get, like, one of those and a baby. Yeah. And put them next to each other, and they get brist at the same time by Wolverine. Right.
1: Sounds like a hit. I can't wait to see this movie. Me neither. <laughs> we'll see it tomorrow. in The trailer when that drops. When they show them just cutting off tips of dicks. Yep, dick tipping, Logan style. Uh, excuse me, on the state on the superhero train, you know, Sony's got some of those rights to Spider-Man. Some of them. Some. Yeah. Well, they do have uh, a little animated Spider-Man movie coming out. Uh, sometime this year, I believe. Okay. That person gonna play Spider-Man isn't gonna be Peter Parker. <laughs> You're shocked. Yep. I heard the gasps. So I had four gasps in a row. <laughs> this person will be none other than the fan favorite Miles Morales playing Spider-Man. Oh, shit. Uh, I think it's a good choice. All right. Miles Morales is really cool character good way to stick it to Marvel and be like we got a better Spider-Man that's right hopefully it doesn't just play out being exactly like the Spider-Man <laughs> homecoming movie because <laughs> a lot of what they took is from the Miles Morales run from what I've seen from the trailer of that movie so cross your fingers that Sony doesn't fuck it up again I can't wait! Can't wait! Actually, well, I'd be into a animated Spider-Man movie. Hey, eh? it's an animated movie going to theaters, JT. Oh, in theaters? Yes. It's not just some fucking. Are they doing like the, are they doing or... like a two D? Yeah, two D animation, oh, sure. hand drawn. At least I think so. I'm pretty sure it's two D animation. So they're
0: gonna have two different types of Spider-Man movies: one animated,
1: one live action. Yes. Both in theaters. Yes. I don't know if the animation one is coming out this year or not, though. It doesn't seem like it should. Unless it's, like, at the tail end of the year. Because I think Spider-Man's coming out somewhat early. Or at least the middle of the year. Yeah. But animation Mm. takes a long time to do. That's true. So, who knows? Maybe it's coming out next year. We could look it up, but I'm not gonna. Uh, Yeah, no. Not gonna die. Not gonna die. Not gonna die. Not gonna die. Uh... Joel, have you heard of Attack on Titan? I've heard of it? Such a huge thing. It's
0: huge. It's huge. Huge. It's, got, it's huge. huge. I just know there's a dude that has like no
1: cheeks where you can like see his teeth. Yeah, all of his teeth. All He's his got teeth. like weird stringy things, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's I say all I know. Weird stringy things. I meant like over his mouth. Yep. Big things that eat people. I guess. Yeah. Big anime. It's Huge. Huge, huge. <laughs> well, apparently, it's a live-action movie is in the works. Okay. Obviously, taking what works in animation. Obviously. Throwing it into live action. Obviously. Obviously, it would be a surefire hit. Especially being backed by one of the producers from the Fantastic Beast movie. Ooh. Ooh. David Heyman. Okay. That name probably means nothing. Because uh, it means I'm nothing sure,
0: to me. I'm sure he's competent
1: in his work. Producing Fantastic Beasts. I wasn't a huge he did fan that. of Fantastic Beasts. Uh-oh. oh That's it. <laughs> That's all. All right. Uh, JT, Black Panther. Yep. Huge character also in Civil huge. War. Also huge. Huge character in Civil War. Lots of huge news. Went over perfectly. Went over great. Yeah. Uh well, got a little news for this movie. Okay. Maybe partially set in the 1990s. Oh shit. That famous hot decade that everything likes to be set in. I hope there's so much uh
0: content that reminds you of the time period that we're in.
1: Yes. The 90s. Yeah. Like Full house being on TV.
0: Yeah, like just walk by a whole bunch of houses that have full house playing on their TVs. Yep. And then like Spice Girls comes on.
1: Oh man. If only.
0: And then they're like like they just even like take a break from the story to just like focus on like somebody playing with a Furby.
1: Yep. I think that was maybe even two thousands. Maybe the show the OJ trial.
0: Okay, yes, OJ trial. We'll We'll do that. that. Dude, that Og's maybe,
1: hot right now.
0: Maybe somebody's like in the background playing Crossfire.
1: Oh my! Oh my god!
0: You get caught up in the crossfire. <laughs> crossfire.
1: Crossfire. <laughs> I barely remember that. <laughs> I had to dig in my vault. There's a lot of stuff I don't remember from the nineties. Uh, so that would be pretty cool. Nineties are hot right now. Nostalgia. Ooh, Nostalgia, JT. Nostalgia. Looking at my uh, Milk Stout natros, Nitro. Little uh, drink recipe we're trying out tonight. This chocolate whiskey you got me. Oh, For yeah, Christmas. Right. Drop a little shot of that into your Milk Stout. It tastes great. Really? I did it already. Uh, <laughs> today? <laughs> not today. <laughs> I did it on the last six-pack I had. It was great. So I think right. we should maybe... Let's try it. Ah! Oh, you need a bottle opener. One. God damn it. Got one right here. Oh, you hear that? <sighs> <laughs> and it says to pour hard. It. This is great podcasting. Oh, just God. Just pour that baby right upside nice down. Pour. It's a nice pour. You gotta pour hard. Get
0: gotta pour hard.
1: You gotta turn that bitch all the way upside down.
0: Got some, got a few gurgles in mine.
1: Ooh, baby. What's that? Open up this chocolate whiskey. Ooh, okay. Fill it up about to the top. I'll we'll give you that. Uh, and uh, here's another shot glass. Oh, I a shot glass. Clean one out, just for you. Bear. Oh my
0: God, you're the best. This smells amazing, by the
1: way. Yes.
0: Whoever gave you this is one hell of a
1: friend. One heck of a guy. I did it. Cork that bitch back up. I almost kind of heard the cork in it, too. Oh, good. All right. Let's drop this baby. Dropping it in. We don't have to shoot it, so that's good. That's a really good... Yeah, that's really good.
0: (sighs) We Three hot Dr. Pe... (laughs) What is it from?
1: Flaming Dr. Peppers. Three
0: flaming Dr. Peppers. (laughs) Uh, Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh, Yeah. It's good. Yep, that's good. Yeah. Oh my, it's good. That's good. It's good stuff. Back to the news. <laughs> uh, JT got bad news.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: We've heard it before. I brought it up twice already. Another now source saying the Wonder Woman movie may not be good. Awesome. The, uh, have you ever heard of the Schmoes? they're like movie reviewers on t- on uh YouTube. They sound like a couple of schmoes. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. you know what I'm saying, well they do a like a show like every other day or so. And they had somebody on that's in the film industry. And I'm pulling up something on my phone because they have a quote. Um that was saying they heard something uh about the Wonder Woman movie. Some people close in, in the Warner Brothers. So here's the quote. So I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. We have somebody within our community who has gotten insider information that broke my effing heart this week because I have tremendous belief that Wonder Woman is going to be awesome, and I heard it stinks from the same person who told me they heard that BVS stinks. The person who I spoke to, their response was,
0: Was the director.
1: (laughs) I'm very disappointed in what I saw, and it seems like all the problems are the same problems. It's discombobulated. It doesn't have narrative flow. It's just very disjointed. Awesome. Awesome. And that was like the one thing that I was worried about. I don't know who is editing these movies, but they need to clean it up.
0: I just think DC is just going to be a hot, flaming hot mess. And I cannot wait to watch it go down in utter destructive flames.
1: As much as I want to see that, I still want to see great, like, Batman and Superman movies. Oh, I don't even care anymore. I just want to see it all go know down you don't, blaze I do but of glory. I do, and I don't want to see it fail. Especially but at with... the same time, I do want to just see it just burn to the ground. It's the weird, destructive nature. As, even though, and, like, I think
0: it's only saving grace would be, like, Ben Affleck's Batman movie. Uh-huh. But I feel like... That's being destroyed by, like, the fans, where they're just, like... (laughs) Like, if you heard, like... There's, like, news where, like, Ben Affleck's like, I am sick and fucking tired (laughs) of comic book fans, because all they do is bother me about when I'm going to fucking make this Batman movie. Yeah. And I'm getting to the point where I just don't fucking care.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, even on his, uh, like, uh, press tour now for the movie he's in now... Yeah. All they ask him about is fucking Batman. Yeah. And he's, like fucking done with it I, I made a fucking movie we'll talk about that who's
0: <laughs> the batman
1: oh my god it's got to be frustrating oh my god like
0: dc i cannot wait to watch it just go down in a blaze of glory <laughs> because it's going to
1: <sighs> next
0: to like how they're just clamoring to try and make all these movies as fast as possible yeah and with like even the ones where they're giving them time are just being bombarded with harassment from fans Just demanding something now.
1: (laughs) I can't fucking wait to watch this shit just burn. And they're, like, they're shooting themselves in the foot, too, because by the time they have one out and people see it, they already have another one wrapped and are starting another one. Yeah. That's how it was with Suicide Squad. Because Suicide Squad came out, met mixed reviews. Wonder Woman, I think, was almost wrapped filming. Yeah. And then they're getting into Justice League stuff. Yeah. And it's like, shit! Oh my god, like,
0: if, I I hope Justice League shits the bed so hard. Oh god, that would be a nail in the coffin. Oh god, I cannot fucking wait. Oh shit. I'm sorry, but there's just too much comic book stuff out right now. Like, I think DC needs to fail, so they can just like leave it up to professionals like Marvel.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's too bad.
0: So I feel like for for however long that DC is gonna be out there, like it's gonna all it's gonna do is just hurt comic book movies altogether. Especially with Marvel coming out with three movies this year
1: alone. Yeah, it's like I almost kind of want to see something else. <laughs> yeah, you know what work though? Like Marvel movies are gonna be a staple until they really just get stale to the masses. Yeah, some people are already sick of them. Yeah. It's already grinding on you. It's, you yeah, I don't hate Marvel,
0: but I'm just I just want to see new stuff. Like I'm I'm up for Guardians. Guardians is not so much a superhero story, right. As it is a space opera, and I'm I'm still into that. But yeah, just all this like the the same
1: stuff they do over and over again. I'm just like I just kind of want to see something new. Yeah, and with maybe DC out of the picture, let's per se this happens. I'm into something now being made that, like, takes the trope of superhero films and just, like, plays with it and fucks with it. Yeah. Kind of like how Chronicle did a little bit. Yeah. Like, do it that way. Or do, like, some of these offshoot, like, one-shot trades that I have yeah. that, like, use, like, a Superman idea yeah. but turn it into, like, a movie called, like... Uh, do it like an Irredeemable movie yeah. where you see a Superman turn evil. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Or, like, just something where it's just, like, a standalone
0: film. Like, it... I don't mind it being like a superhero story, but make it stand, like something that you can just get and be like, I can watch this by itself without yeah. any other context. Right. It doesn't need to be a trilogy of anything. It yeah. It doesn't need to be a franchise. Yeah. I just want to hold something and be like, this is the story. I can watch this and not have to worry about getting the sequel or phase one. <laughs> yeah. Or just, right. yeah, I just want right. to hold something in my hand and be like, this is a story I can expose
1: myself to. Yeah. Without like, having to go through yeah. 12 or 14 hours of foreshadowing. Yeah. I'm totally on board with that. But at this point, we're not going to get it. Like, I'm at the point mm. where I'm not yet done with superheroes yet. I, that's that's my bread and butter. I love that you shit. You have a room full of them, so I hope you're not. <laughs> but, like, I'm getting burnt out from, like, every studio wanting, a, like, a universe yeah. franchise. Like, yeah. who cares? Yeah. You're going to shoot yourself in the foot doing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like when, uh, like when I heard that uh, King Kong, or no, the first one was the Universal Monsters fucking universe. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, who cares? And then like the King Kong and Godzilla crossing over, that's been done before, and I like that idea. Yeah, but like it doesn't need it doesn't need to happen. <laughs> it doesn't. So I don't
0: know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm finding myself like being drawn more to like just. Just, like, stories outside of just, like, action, like, super strong dudes, like, having battles and stuff. Like, I'll even go on, I'll go in a little bit with what I've been watching later, but, I don't know. Like, I'm just, like, appreciating more, like, smaller, like, indie films and stuff. Like, just something that, like, where it, like, takes, like, a story and makes, and, like, just tells a story that hasn't been told. right. And I feel like a lot of, like, comic book movies, is like, especially nowadays, are just, like, the same story being told with different people in certain roles.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, but pressing forward, JT, uh, the, the, uh, Emoji Movie is a thing. It's yeah. happening. Yep. So you heard about who's playing
0: Pooh?
1: <laughs> oh, did I? <laughs> what? It, I... Can only imagine that he got paid a lot of money for this. Dude, I, I would play Pooh. I would not be in this movie. This is I'd the dumbest poo. fucking movie <laughs> idea in the world.
0: I don't know. I like I heard uh, there was like a teaser trailer they went out with it and it looks like I'm not gonna say it's good because I haven't seen like footage from the movie, but like with the trailer they put out, like it looks like they're having fun with it. Like it looks more along the lines of like it looks more along the lines of like Lego movie absurdness as opposed to just like taking this shit seriously.
1: I would hope they wouldn't take an emoji movie seriously. No,
0: they yeah, I hope
1: to fucking god they don't. <laughs> Regardless, I'm not going to beat her on the bush anymore. Patrick Stewart, sir. Patrick Stewart yeah. is playing the poo emoji <laughs> in the emoji movie. <laughs> I like that he's been doing more, like, weird off-the-wall shit as yeah. of late. Did you ever see his one show that he had?
0: Uh, it's like a... What is it called? Blunt Talk? Yeah. I wanted to watch it. I think it's still on there, too. It's on Stars,
1: I think. Is it? Yeah, I want to watch it. I want to check that out. I heard it was really good, but I, I heard it didn't get picked up for another season. Aw. No. But what? I want to check that out, because I heard it was really good. Yeah. And he's, like, in a weird, like, fucking apple cider commercials and shit like that. <laughs> Like, hard apple cider? I can't remember what it Dude, is. Dude, like, how old is Patrick
0: Stewart? Like, he should really give a fuck anymore. Like, he's just, like, he's doing it. Right.
1: Oh, that's weird. I bet you never thought his career would yeah. take him this way. Like, he's
0: just, like, like, how many episodes of American Dad has he been on as the fucking, <laughs> like, CIA? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's oh,
1: awesome. Shit. Um... Let's see. Got mostly through everything. Uh, JT, DC Comics. should have transferred into this when we were ta- on the subject, but this, this legit, okay. the legit comics. Okay. The uh, book. Yeah. They re did a rebirth roughly a year ago, relaunching their entire line. And that's, they, a, that's the one that's the watchman shit, right? Yep. That's the one. Gotcha. And, uh, they said their prices will stay steadfast Uh-oh. at two 99 a book. Uh Oh, and they held to it. Oh, okay. For a whole year, up until oh, this point, uh oh, when they are raising all their pri- cover prices a dollar twenty dollars, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to three ninety nine, and that even includes <clears throat> digital issues. Uh oh, they're raising the prices for digital issues as well to three ninety nine. People are not going to be happy about this, and I'm yeah, thinking,
0: Troy, since you have your finger on the pulse
1: of the comic world. Yeah, people are going to be pissed about oh, this. Shit. Like they made like Rebirth has been going really well. Everyone's been uh, digging their titles and they've been staying steady at $3 an issue. So like if they raise it to $4 an issue, like there's going to be people dropping titles left and right and that means more titles are going to be canceled, which means more people are going to be like pissed that their cancel was or their title was canceled and they can't get it anymore. But, I mean, I also... You gotta weigh your options. Like, it's going to the writer and artist, hopefully. You never know, man. Might be those big wigs. Fucking God Warner damn. Brothers.
0: CEO. <laughs> Fucking... Line in the pockets yep. of big
1: comics.
0: Big comic, yeah. <laughs> Got old big comics over here. Oh, yeah, so...
1: I don't know. Just grabbing people by the ankles and shaking them yeah. till all the money
0: comes yep. out.
1: Shaking them for all the lunch money they got. But, uh, so that, I think that just came out today. So I kind of want to see how that plays out. I want to see all the angry internet nerds. Is that why there's a there's a car on fire outside right now? <laughs> right? Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit, it's mine! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even work for them! <laughs> uh, last bit of news I have, JT. Okay. Uh, A Dog's Purpose, the new Dennis Quaid movie. Oh, my God. (laughs) Have you heard about this?
0: (laughs) So, like, Hulu started playing, like, commercials for it. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, every time I watch it with Molly, like, she almost starts crying. Yeah. Every time it comes on. (laughs) Like, the minute it comes on, I look at her, and she's like, shut up.
1: (laughs) That sounds all too familiar. Uh a Dog's Purpose, uh, Dennis Quaid's new dog movie. That is yeah. in. I think he was in another one, too. Or maybe that was Richard Gere. Doesn't matter. Yeah, he was in,
0: Ho- like, Hachi or whatever it was called. That's what I'm thinking of.
1: Okay, that's Richard Gere. Never saw it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I heard is good, though. Yeah, probably. Heartfelt. <laughs> whatever. Anyway, Dog's Purpose. going to flip the script on this. Being accused of something horrible... Uh, animal abuse. (laughs) Oh, perfect. (laughs) Uh, there's a, apparently a video leaked of, uh, the production trying to, uh, force a scared German shepherd into churning water (laughs) for some scene of the movie. Awesome. And that leaked online. And so a lot of people are really not getting behind dog movie, uh, dog's (laughs) purpose. Dog movie. (laughs) So As opposed to Fish Movie 2. Right. Finding Dory. Fish Movie 2. <laughs> this is Dog Movie 1. This is do- Well, I this guess it would be Dog yeah, Movie 2. A
0: Dog a dog Abuse Movie 1.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dog Abuse Movie 1. Dennis Quaid Dog Movie. Dennis Quaid Dog... <laughs> Colon, Dennis Quaid Dog Movie. Now, I could see this if this was a Randy Quaid Dog Movie. All the yeah. animal abuse. Well, he wouldn't do a movie because Hollywood's trying to kill him. Oh, that's true unless he made it himself. Yeah. Self public uh self uh distributed and all that stuff. Yeah. Looking like a fucking weird redneck Santa Claus. You follow him on Twitter?
0: I saw the picture you put up of him.
1: <laughs> he's like wearing a cowboy. You're he's like wearing a cowboy jeans and he's bald with a huge Santa beard. Yep. I followed him instantly that day. He is just nothing but treasures. Good. He's a Trump supporter. <laughs> it's that sounds about right <laughs> like it is nuts it is nuts what comes out of fucking his page I only suggest people should follow Randy Quaid on Twitter make sure he doesn't die not that yeah. it matters
0: I I don't want Randy Quaid to die because then that then it'll prove that the Hollywood mafia is true
1: oh fuck I never put that together
0: right well if he dies it's it's all true oh fuck He's gotta hide out in Canada.
1: <laughs> Is that where he's living right now? Canada. I think he's living with like, his weird wife. Yeah. Randy Quaid, Canada's national treasure. I think he's a listener. I'm gonna shout out to Randy Quaid.
0: Randy Quaid. Wait, Randy. Hi. Yo, yo, Randy. Yo, Randy.
1: <laughs> Say hello to the misses. <laughs> uh, that's all the news I got, JT. So uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to hand the baton to you. Oh man. You said a lot
0: of my stuff actually. I gotta like go through here now. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Troy Avengers Affinity War. Yeah. Coming I've heard of up. it. Lots of characters gonna be in it. I think we might we might have brought up a few on here oh in past God. episodes. That line. Oh that the huge line. <laughs> Such a line. Waiting for that line. It's gonna be that big ass line. Big ass. Someone who might be added to that line, Troy. What? Karen Gillian's Nebula. What? Added to Star Wars or Avengers Infinity. She's gonna be in Star (laughs) Wars. Star Wars 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 too? She's going to Star Wars too! (laughs) They're gonna add her to Star Wars. They can! They own both. That'd be amazing. (laughs) Crossover. No, she's going to be in Avengers Infinity War as well. Which makes sense, because she's, like, Thanos' daughter and shit, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. Looking forward to it. So many characters in this shit. Troy. The line. JT. What a line! What a line! What a line! Hashtag, what a line. <laughs> Troy, I know you've been watching that uh, that Seinfeld's Comedian in Cars Getting Coffee. Yeah. Good show. It's on uh, Crackle, right? Crackle. That hot. Not anymore. Get the fuck out of here. No. Seinfeld actually signing a deal with Netflix. Oh
1: To bring my. the show
0: there. I like that. So there you go. Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee now going to be on
1: Netflix in the near future. Dig it. I dig that. I dig it a lot. I right, enjoy me some Jerry Seinfeld. Me too. That show's really funny. I, I like it. Check
0: it out. It's great. Good. Well, I'm, I'll probably check it out if it's on Netflix.
1: I wonder how they're going to do that, because I think at, like, season three of that, or season two, like, uh, the guy who played Kramer, what's his name, Michael Richards? Yeah. Like, he pretends to be, like, the head of Crackle and some points of it. And, like, for, like, little skits. Yeah. Does he, like, uh, say the N-word? No, <laughs> unfortunately.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, well, we did it once before. A few times. Yeah. It's a scary video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is very scary. <laughs> that's, like, that's a video of a man that has no idea what he's doing.
1: Regardless, I wonder if that is going to be on Netflix. Maybe not. But maybe. Probably not. If Netflix paid for the whole library. You never know. I don't know. But I am excited. I like that show. Yep. And... If I watch it on Netflix, I don't have to freaking sit through like a thousand Acura commercials <laughs> that they have on fucking Crackle. That's the only commercial I ever see is Acura commercials. Acura, Acura, Acura. Uh,
0: Troy, but here what well, about this uh, crazy Woody Harrelson project that's going on. Spit it out. <laughs> this crazy Woody Harrelson project that's going out. What is it? Um I've been hearing like commercials for it on uh podcasts and stuff and I think I think it's actually happening tomorrow but Woody Harrelson is taping a live movie. Oh yeah, I did hear about it. Called this. Lost in London. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds ins- it sounds actually
1: really cool. Yeah. Uh for anyone who doesn't know like he's making a movie Live sequentially. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how it's going to work. Like, I have no idea of any other specifics of it. Yeah. But it sounds pretty cool. Like, I think I heard it last on, uh... Like Comedy Bang Bang or something? Somebody was yeah. talking about it? Yeah, like, uh...
0: So, from what I gathered, it's... Woody Harrelson is filming a movie live. It's, like, part of, a uh, Fathom Events. Like, like, like uh, I know AMC does them. Right. But it's basically... He's having a camera follow him in, like, a live production. It's, like, him and (laughs) Willie Nelson and uh, Owen Wilson are, like, these three guys that are, like, traveling throughout London and, like, all these hijinks ensue. Like, it's supposed to be, like, based on, like, some kind of story of, like, something that happened to him, like, a long time ago. But it's going to be, like, a a feature-length film that he's filming... At the same time that it's being filmed and like, pro- <laughs> like, shown to the world, and it, yeah, that's it. Like it's just like, crazy. Like it's crazy. Like it's like it's like a it's like a play production, but it's also a movie. Like they're traveling throughout London filming this. That's
1: live. crazy. That I am super interested. I in know. This. I
0: want to see how it turns <laughs> out. I almost kind of want to find a viewing for it, but it's, it's happening tomorrow. I think
1: today, if you're listening
0: today, if you're listening or yeah, even if you're listening in the, if you're listening, it's happening today. Right.
1: So go anytime, go to the,
0: yeah, anytime, <laughs> whenever.
1: Yeah. I want to yeah. see if I can check it out. I'm off tomorrow. So I want to see if I can, Oh shit! see if I can find it somewhere. Cause I guess he's like
0: doing like a live Q and a and stuff after it too.
1: I have to look this shit up. It's crazy. Is it in London though? Yeah,
0: well, like it's filmed in London, but it's like being shown to theaters if they have like fathom events. Wouldn't I don't know if the time
1: difference be all fucked up? Aren't they like
0: six hours ahead? Maybe. Unless I don't know when what time they're even doing it. Oh. I don't know, man. Oh. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Uh man. <laughs> Man. Man. trying to pull up a list. I found a list of all of the upcoming live-action Disney remakes. Oh, my. So I'm trying to pull
1: that up to, uh... Pull it up. 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 Pull it up.
0: Pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. Okay, got all those all those Disney live action remakes. Yeah, in the works. Whole bunch of them. Every single one. Every every almost every I would say probably pretty close to every single <laughs> one is being remade into a live action remake. So we got Beauty and the Beast, March seventeenth yep. this year, twenty seventeen. Right around the corner. Yep, right around the corner. Mulan. Yes. Up next. November 2nd, 2018. Oh, my. And followed by Aladdin, which the date for that is unknown. Oh, TBD. Followed by The Lion King, also unknown. TBD. Little Mermaid. TBD. Uh, Even though uh, Chloe Grace Moretz dropped out. Oh, my. Kind of curious to see who they recast. There you go. And uh, the Cruella origin Uh, story of the... 101, 101 Dalmatian's. And uh
1: also a Peter Pan is in the works. Oh yeah. Like Peter Pan? I do enjoy Peter Pan. Listener and guest alike, Lolo. It's your favorite. It's your favorite.
0: Also talks about a Sword in the Stone remake being made. All right. Uh oh. Pinocchio being remade. Oh my. That would be kind of scary. <laughs> it's like a live. It would feature. be I'm trying to think of like yeah. Like, they have to do some crazy CG for, like, the puppet version.
1: Uh-huh. Hmm. Unless they do it uh, Team America style.
0: <laughs> uh, Dumbo, of course. Oh, yeah. Talk about that Will Smith. <laughs> yep. Uh, a Winnie the Pooh remake in live action. That'd be
1: weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they probably make, like, uh, Christopher Robin look like a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just all takes place in an insane asylum yeah, have all these like animals just on, like, look at Pooh sh- he wants honey <laughs> he wants honey
0: it's okay Christopher stop just drop him Uh, talks of another Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs being remade oh my there's like all of them some weird Prince Charming one being made. A Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers being remade. Live action, yeah. Get out of here. As well as Maleficent 2 and the Jungle Book 2 and Mary Poppins. Oh my god!
1: Like, yep, that's that's all of them.
0: that's crazy.
1: It's gonna be up to the year like twenty thirty. I know, like with all this shit going on. <laughs>
0: yeah, like the world will probably be over by the time <laughs> all of these come out. <laughs> so lots, lots of Disney live action remakes being made. Goodness or badness. You decide. We'll see. <laughs> we shall see. See. You ready for that Ocean's 8 Troy? That all yeah. that female remake of Oceans Eleven? I guess. Well, Here's something to really get you excited. Oh, yeah. Give me They're back on board. Anticipating cameos oh, my. from Kim Kardashian Fuck. and her
1: sister, I'm out. Kendall Jenner. I'm out. I can't fucking wait! <laughs> I'm out. I was somewhat interested in this movie, <laughs> I just forgot it was coming out. I'm out. I cannot support anything Kim Kardashian does. That shit's actually really good. It is really good.
0: Yeah, it sounds awful.
1: <laughs> and what we said, this shit is good, the drink. It's good. Yeah, it not, yeah, not the th- chocolate not whiskey this. does wonders for this milk stout. It does. Like it kinda adds to it, like pretty hard. I'm digging it. Yeah. The milk stout is a ta- just a tad on the bitter side, but the chocolate whiskey, like, brings out like <sighs> a maltiness to it and a chocolatey flavor. Yeah. It's Oof. real good Oof. and really alcoholic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I started feeling it like in the first sip, <laughs> like this, this young Pope review might get pretty interesting. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> uh, Troy, I've been seeing uh recent pictures of Margot Robbie. No. Well, she's going to be doing that Tanya Harding. Oh Yeah. A uh, biopic, up? yeah. She's looking. She looks a lot like Tanya Harding. Really? Yeah. They put out a picture of her just on the street, and like she's got like frizzled up hair and shit, and like maybe put on like a few, like put on a little weight, and uh-huh. she looks exactly like her. It's oh, crazy.
1: Shit. Carrying around a crowbar.
0: Yep. <laughs> just hitting people in the knee, for the fuck of it. Oh fuck. See, I'm now I'm kind of curious to see this, because bo- like I saw like a. <coughs> one of those thirty Excuse on thirties about like the Tanya Harding Nancy Kerrigan thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like Tanya Harding is a crazy crazy bitch. Yeah. So I'm curi- I'm very on board for seeing a Tanya Harding
1: biopic. I would be too. Yeah. And ri- at, if that was thirty on thirties are still out on like because Netflix had a bunch of them, right? Yeah, that's what I saw it on. See, I missed the one that she was on, but I wanted to check it out because like. Her life is super interesting. Yeah. Went to figure skater to just like a corrupt criminal, pretty much, to like a boxer. Oh, no. She was like, like
0: she always wanted to be into figure skating, but she was like outside of what people consider figure skaters. Like all figure skaters are like prim and proper. And she's just like this crazy fucking redneck chick from like the South that's just like, I want to do figure skating. And she was actually good at it. Yeah. So she did it. But then it was like. You implant like someone from like the south who's like this redneck who's like, I don't want this bitch talking shit about me. <laughs>
1: it's like, oh my god. I'm like a imagine,
0: like imagine if like, <laughs> like, like imagine if like a like a person from like the Jerry Springer show was like good at golf, so like they put him on like <laughs> in like a really fancy country club. It's like this motherfucker
1: hit a birdie. <laughs> ah,
0: fuck this asshole. But no, it's really interesting. Like I really want to see how it turns out. Yeah, I want to check that out as well. Uh, last bit of news, Troy. And Brian won't probably won't be that big of news for you, but I was, I was pretty pumped. Better Call Saul, Season 3, coming out April 10th.
1: Uh, great. I'm on board for it. I'm going to have to need catch a, up on all on, of Better Call Saul. You need to
0: jump on that Better Call Saul. It is good stuff.
1: Saw so that Gus will be in the Season Gus 3. Gus will
0: be involved in Season 3. They did a lot of foreshadowing towards Gus in the last season, and it got me pretty pumped. I'm very much for pretty, pretty pumped. Pretty much for the this upcoming season of Better Call Saul. Pretty for it, yet. very Saul heavy, very Mike heavy also. Oh, good, like Mike. Lots of Mike in in Better
1: Call Saul. Really dig it. Really dig the show. That's all my news, Troy. Uh, great. Uh, dinosaur Neil brought up something to me earlier oh, today. Shit, saying that the year of monkey shit. Is almost at its end. It is? The uh, Chinese New Year isn't until January 28th. Okay. So I'm putting that out for him right now. Okay. Because he said we had to change it to the new Zodiac. No. Which is more fun for 2017. I saw it. It's chicken shit. I
0: know. I say chicken shit way more than I do monkey shit. Same. So it's
1: a lot better. So come January 28th. Yeah. Coming up in... Just ten days. How does it feel to know that your
0: child's gonna be born in the year of the chicken?
1: I like it. <laughs> I like right. it. It's good. I like it. It's good. good. Chelsea Danger's at twenty-eight weeks today. I saw. Showing quite a bit.
0: <laughs> don't don't say it out loud. She, she, I think she looks beautiful. Yeah, that's for you, Sea Danger. She's glowing. I think you are. Looking super hot right now, Sea
1: Danger. Hey, easy. I know just, I, I'm just easy. saying. Just saying. Felt the baby kick, too. Oh, shit. Quite exciting. Did you cry? No. I'm not a pussy. <laughs> you, probably, you probably cried. But I am getting really excited. Sea Danger's gonna tell me that you cried, I bet. I'm getting excited. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Chicken shit. Chicken shit! Uh... That brings us into our s- first staple yeah. of the show. Yeah. little segment we call... You know what's done. There you go. That's the We got it.
0: Every time. Love that
1: stinger. <laughs> it's such
0: <laughs> a catchy stinger. <laughs> such a catchy stinger.
1: Well, I only have one trailer today, JT. Really? Yeah. And it's a little bit out of our usual wheelhouse. What the... I have a... Fuck! video game god
0: damn no i'm kidding
1: (laughs) (laughs) the uh story trailer for the game injustice 2 dropped i saw that that today yes very interesting i like it a lot okay i was really into the injustice game i did like injustice because it did what we were just talking about at like the head of the show It took the superhero genre and it twisted it into something completely its own. Which is far more interesting than what's going on. so
0: much more interesting.
1: And what I heard is that after the game was done and you played through the story mode, the comic that tied into the game is also really good. Ooh. And the comic has been going on since that game came out. And there's like three years of it. And it's... (laughs) And I guess it's great. Oh wow! And Injustice Two picks up where that comic <laughs> left off, and I'm like, "Holy shit! I need to read." I this gotta buy a bunch of shit. <laughs> 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 but the story trailer for this looks really great. Like, obviously, it's for the current gen console, so I'll we'll have to upgrade of to course. get it. You've been saying that for a while, though. I really thought I was gonna get it this Christmas. <laughs> Didn't. I'll get it. Who knows? Right. Who knows how much money a baby costs? It's a lot, Troy. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's so
0: much. It's so much.
1: Uh, but uh, the game shows that Brainiac will be the next big bad oh, God. that the new uh, game will have to try to defeat. Ooh, baby. Brainiac. Ooh, baby. Looks good. Check mm-hmm. it out. All right. It's on the YouTubes. I'm going to get Yep. Yep, tubs. Yep, tubs. Check it out.
0: All right. Injustice 2. All right. Ultra. I have an ongoing theme with uh, all my trailers this week. Great. They are all going to be properties on Netflix. Oh. Because like Netflix is coming out with some pretty interesting stuff coming up. All right. I'm, I'm kind of all for it. I'm going to take your one, word for it. Two of them are actually... Netflix feature length films, one of them is a series. Okay. So you got 3
1: trailers? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: Show off. Ch- Did my extra homework. <laughs> the first one I saw is a trailer for a movie called The Discovery. Okay. It's kind of kind of a weird cast. It's got Jason Segel, okay, from How Much Your Mother. Uh-huh. It's got Rooney Mara. From uh, a girl with a dragon tattoo. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. And it's got Robert Redford. Whoa. And uh, I saw the trailer. I could not make heads or tails of it because it's looks fucking crazy. And this is the film. Yeah. Okay. And it looks fucking crazy. Like it's a bunch of people like hooked up to machines and like people committing suicide and like shooting themselves in the head and like what the fuck is happening? (laughs) So I like look up a synopsis of this and it sounds pretty fucking interesting. Like I guess it's about uh somebody finds out that there's an afterlife and, like, basically, like, broadcasts it to the world. And because of that, people just start committing mass suicide just to get this life over with so they can live the rest of their life in the afterlife. Oh, shit. That's cool. So, like, the whole movie is them trying to figure out how to keep people from killing themselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. That's a cool idea. I know. I'm pretty interested to see how it turns out. Well, especially, like, a weird cat's kind of, like, Jason Siegel from fucking How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. And it looks like kind of like a more of a dramatic role, too. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of curious to see how it goes.
1: Yeah. Me,
0: too. Yeah, I mean, my curiosity has peaked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one I have is a movie called Girlfriend's Day. Okay. With Bob Odenkirk.
1: Okay. And this is like
0: another dramatic role, too. What? Yeah, like, I'm really... Like, they, come up with some sh- they came up with like some shit, like... Today even where I was like looking where I was like, This looks like stuff that I really wanna see. <laughs> and like he plays like a guy who uh like he like writes like greeting cards and stuff. Uh-huh. And I guess like like they just come up with like this holiday called Girlfriend's Day. Okay. So he's supposed to write a card for it, and based just based off of that, like he gets involved with like these people that just like want to beat the shit out of him or something. Huh. But it looks like really interesting. All right. So, like, I'm all for Bob Odenkirk, Odenkirk in more dramatic roles because he he kills it on Better Call Saul every once in a while, for sure. All right, so I'm all for I'm all for this. All right, my last one, Troy, TV series, okay, called uh, Santa Clarita Diet. Okay, I don't know if you heard about this. I think I heard a, a little
1: bit about this one.
0: It's got uh, it's got your girl Drew Barrymore in it. Oh yeah, this is like the weird and, like uh, Tim and no, not Timothy Oliphant. No, it is Timothy Olyphant. I can't remember. He's from Justified.
1: Yeah, it'd be Tim- Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, okay.
0: So, uh, yeah. And it looks really cool. It's like a mixture of between iZombie and Dexter, almost. Yeah. Where, like, the mom just all of a sudden wakes up one day and she's like, Huh, I can't feel my heartbeat. I'm dead. <laughs> and then she just finds <laughs> out that she just has this, like, this lust for human flesh. Like, that's all she can eat. So the family's like, well, we don't want you to die. So, like, the entire family turns into serial killers and, like, gathers human bodies for her to eat. Jesus. But they just act like a normal family outside of that. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds
1: super interesting. Yeah. Because all all I've ever seen... All I've seen of that is just, uh, like, screen shots or whatever. Yeah. And it's, like, just Drew Barrymore covered in blood. Yeah. Or, like, Timmy the Elephant just also covered in blood. <laughs> like that's what it is. No, but yeah, I
0: <sighs> like they have a tra- they have like a full-fledged trailer out for it right now and it, it looks really fucking it looks really funny and it looks really interesting. Like this like this pretty happy family just coming together to do this awful awful <laughs> shit <laughs> to keep their mom alive. It's like ah, oh, it just seemed really cool.
1: I'm into it. I think the the one I'm most into uh into is that first one you said.
0: Yeah, the the discovery. Yeah.
1: They'll check that one out. I know. I'm. Netflix is killing it, dude. I
0: guess. Fuck, killing it. And I guess like the discovery was like shown like at Sundance or something, and there was like they were like raving about it. Huh. So. Netflix picked it up. Yeah. Good for them. So I'm. Three things I'm really looking forward to on Netflix. So (laughs) get on it. Get on it, man.
1: Get on it, man. That's all my trailers. Um before we go on, did you have you checked out the OA yet speaking of Netflix stuff? I
0: sp- I tried to get into it. It gets really very like spiritual and like like self-reflective a lot and okay.
1: I I couldn't get into it. Okay. Cuz I thought about diving into it, but I haven't heard really much of anything about it. I
0: got like about 3 episodes in and there's a whole lot of this like a lot of like very supernatural like who are we really kind of like mm. speech from I'm like, eh, I'm not really getting into this, mm. hmm, but I mean, I for like those first couple episodes, I was into it, so I don't know, maybe it might strike you
1: different. We will see, okay,
0: I may check it out still, you're doing like a fucking Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> face right now, <laughs>
1: <Da-da-da-da-da-da-da>. <laughs> I just. Rest oh, sorry. Let me... Rest your
0: hands on your stomach, like...
1: <laughs> let me back out of this outline of myself. <laughs> Good evening. Uh, well, that brings us to the top of the hour, and as always, the top of the hour brings the main topic of the evening. Fuck. It's not the top Fuck! Of the hour. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> but we did check out the first two episodes of young pope <laughs> starring jude law young Yud pope law, law young pope uh hbo's newest newest limited series yes so let's just dive
0: right into it dive
1: in young pope is a story where jude law becomes uh one of the youngest popes <laughs> the pope the pope he's the pretty pope. young yeah if I say his age on it, it's only he's forty-seven, yeah, which is relatively young, yeah.
0: Which I've actually heard where there's been younger popes, really, like like in earlier years, sure, like like, like in the like second the, pope, yeah, because <laughs> it was like back then where it was like th- the thirties was like considered like middle age, mm. so <laughs> yeah. So, I did not like know for that. today's standards, it's a young pope,
1: young pope, young pope, young pope, young pope. Uh, and it shows, I'm going to say like not a whole lot happens in the first two episodes. I think the first episodes leave, like
0: they leave a good groundwork for something that could be really interesting in the, in the upcoming
1: episodes. And it, it shows him not even really coming to power. He's already in power yeah. when it starts and it shows kind of like how he's shaking things up. Yeah and maybe it wouldn't be as you expect because the first two episodes kind of take you on a little bit of a a little bit of a roller coaster ride cuz you think he's going to be one way and then he turns out to be another yeah maybe a little bit more unexpected mm-hmm. from where the first episode takes place the first episode starts very surreal <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to tell you that right now oh yeah uh, yeah yeah it very- definitely It opens your eyes a little bit. (laughs) It definitely engages the audience. A little bit, a little bit opens your eyes. For the positive or negative. Um, If, I'm going to set up the opening. You see this baby crawling, this butt-ass naked baby, crawling over a sea of other babies. Yeah. Maybe dead, I don't know. (laughs) And then, out of the end of that... Like, the camera kind of tilts where you see that was, like, a mountain of babies. Yeah. And Jude Law steps out from under them and walks a long walk to the Pope House, I guess what it is. Yeah. Pope's House. I'm really hoping that's just,
0: like, a lead-up to the end of the series. (laughs) Where it's, like, somehow, (gasps) I'm hoping it somehow leads, like, the whole story leads to just everyone
1: just piles their babies in this town. God. (laughs) Then, uh, he continues, the scene continues to, doesn't it go into, like, that speech?
0: Yeah. Like, he dreams himself doing, like, his
1: opening speech for, uh... The Pope. For being Pope, yeah. (laughs) The opening speech of the Pope. Yeah. And, uh... It's very uh modern th- way of thinking. Yeah. Not so much a Christian way of thinking. No. I definitely I like how the
0: the first two episodes play off each other where it begins with him dreaming of a speech and it ends with him actually giving the speech. Yeah. And ha- like how they mirror th- how they mirror each other, but how they're also they also uh bring about similar they bring about similar uh,
1: reactions to Yeah, yeah. Because either like both speeches are not the same. They're they're you would say
0: the complete opposite, right? Even with environment. Really? Yeah,
1: like yeah, and both speeches give the same mass reaction mm-hmm. <laughs> of just stunned silence. Yeah,
0: but I, yeah, that's that's part of the reason why I like it. Like it, it's. I feel like it's it's a mild criticism on Catholicism in general where, like, they almost treat the Pope like a paternal figure where it's yeah. like, like, we we want to be told what to do, but we don't want to be scolded.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> As the general populace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the all the meat of this episode, or of these episodes, kind of deals with the inner workings of... Uh, like the the Vatican itself, and how yeah, there's like cardinals that are high up in rankings, mm-hmm. and uh, how the Pope is like challenging the ideas of a really traditional thinking Vatican system, mm-hmm. and some of that stuff I was into, but I'm gonna say right now I did not like the young Pope. Yeah, I like Chelsea, and I like Chelsea told you as soon as you walked oh, in. Oh yeah, yep. Like, talking about the young Pope? Yep. I did not like the young Pope. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to be like, oh, quiet. <laughs> I wanted to just bring it up. Because I like surprising you with stuff. But yeah. I I could not get into the show. Yeah. Like, I... From, the tra- from whatever trailers that I did see, like, I felt like the show didn't really... Follow what I was expecting, but yeah. then I got that out of my mind, and I'm like, I still don't think I can get into the show so much. Yeah, like it, it, the first two episodes don't really do a whole lot, and it doesn't, re- it doesn't really beat you over the head with religion either. No, which I thought I it like might. that. I like that a lot, though. But like, even the way the show is like shot sometimes, yeah, like it has interesting, weird choices of angles and shots sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the score and music choices are very bizarre at some times. Most of the times off putting like that. I'm just like, why are they playing this? Like it's, (laughs) it does. It's not making me uncomfortable. It doesn't really work with the scene. It feels like the, it's a, the, the director of the, or the whole creator of the show. Yeah. Isn't like a traditional American filmmaker. Yeah. He's like, I think Italian. Yeah. So like maybe like Pablo he's...
0: something. I think
1: Santino. So yeah. And he's like maybe t- he's taking those sensibilities mm-hmm. to this creating the show. Yeah. But I can't g- I can't get into it. And I I was vividly watching this <laughs> the whole time. I didn't like wasn't playing Candy Crush. Yeah. Wasn't doing other shit. Like I just couldn't get into the show. Like I don't I I didn't care what whatsoever. I
0: hear you. Yeah, it definitely feels like a like a very acquired taste. Like, it's, it, it's not a very, like, fast-moving, like... It doesn't, like, put a lot of, like, things, like, in the forefront. Like, I feel like... Especially these first two episodes, they feel like a lot of setup for something in the long yeah. run. And, uh... Yeah, if you're not into it, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just... They're just putting it out there for you, and, like, this is what hooks you, and then if you're not hooked, then move on to something else. But I feel like... They're they're not trying to sell you something that it's not going to be in the long run. Yeah,
1: I feel like I thought they were going to do more in the second episode to really like maybe progress a story a little bit. And they set up little hints. But like all I got from at the end of the second episode was like, so you hired a cocksucker as the pope like he's a fucking <laughs> unlikable douchebag. How did he even get appointed as the pope? That's the thing. I want to know how he gets there. And That's the e- only thing I want to know. I don't even see him as like, I feel
0: like he's a very, very resentful towards the church. And I want to figure out why he is like the only people he really has any connection to is, uh, uh, sister Mary, who's played by Diane Keaton. Yeah. And then, um, what's his name? Like, he's like the Bishop, ah, I can't remember what what his like last name was, but he's played by James Cromwell, who was spo- he was like supposed to be like they pretty much said that like, he was supposed to be the pope. Oh right. And then like uh they set up like this conversation with like a bunch of like bishops where they were like, "Yeah, what we think his ideals are too progressive, so we lean more towards some we we try to like push towards somebody who's younger that we can manipulate." And yeah. then he ends up being even more out, yeah. like more like outspoken than he probably would have ever been. Right. So like makes you think like is he more outspoken because he was taught by him or by by uh, by James Cromwell's character or is he outspoken because something happened to him within the church that made him very resentful where he's like lashing out at them now? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And like I'm I'm really curious to see like why he's doing all this because like he's I don't know, like he's very interesting. Like every time like, I can understand, like, being bored with it, but, like, every time he talked to somebody, like, his actions were so erratic and so, like, out of left field. Like, anytime he talked to somebody, I was enthralled because it was like, what the fuck's he gonna do now? Like, when it was, like, the, the like, the, the, like, uh the head of state or whatever, like, the guy with the weird mole on his face that... I just want to rip that goddamn that, like, milk wants, dud right off like, his stupid-ass like, face. like, wants to, like, jerk off to, like, that Incan statue of, yeah. like, fertility? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh... Like, anytime he interacts with him, or, like, when he interacted with, like, the marketing chick, or, like, anybody, like, he just... You never know what he's going to do. And it's, like, he has the same reaction on... He like, has, like, the same facial expression every time... Where like you don't know what he's gonna do until he does it, and then I love that that fa- that that factor of it where he's so out of left field in terms of like how a pope acts. Yeah, like I'm curious to see what he does. Like every time he interacts with anybody.
1: Yeah, I I did like the um when he was talking to the like head marketing person for the Vatican. Yeah, where he said that he doesn't want any merchandise of himself. Yeah. He wants the Pope to be like a figure that stands for whatever he wants to stand for. Yeah. But he doesn't need to be a, like he's a symbol in Pope only. Yeah. He's not a face. Yeah. Like you're gonna, like even when he does his main speech in episode two, it's at night. And he's he's backlit. So he's only a silhouette. He doesn't even want to be a face. Like you think about
0: Muhammad where like people of like, Islam, like, don't even want, don't even want the 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 actual likeness of Muhammad to be portrayed on anything, right? Like that's kind of what he's aiming for. Like he wants to be a deity that seems untouchable. Like I almost feel like this show is setting up where like he wants to make himself God. Like he put himself, like he he's set himself up to be Pope so that he can be God. Like he even uh, has that conversation with like that priest who does all of the confessions everybody where he was like, I don't believe in God. Like, I feel like that was him testing the waters to see what he can get away with.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I'm, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. Like, it's a very, like, weird character study on, like, what would happen if we put someone in the position of Pope that's just... That's very... I can't even describe, like, very, like, uh, (laughs) like, very abrasive. Yeah. Like, he has set himself up, he's, like, almost kind of, like, he's a dick, but he's almost kind of smart about it, where he's in a very powerful position where anyone can move in and manipulate him, and he's not allowing anyone to do that, like, at all. Even when that, uh, woman, that one, uh, uh, nun comes up that cooks for him and is like, oh, yes, I'll cook you this, I'll cook you that, he's like don't ever do that to me again. This is, this is an act, this is a professional relationship between you and me and there's nothing friendly about it. Because oh, Because yeah. you think about it, like, she could easily be like, you should probably do this and it's like, if you develop that, that friendly relationship, who's to say that she won't try and manipulate you in some way to do anything like that? Yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. dick move, but it's smart. And yeah, I, but- And I can't, I can't look at him and be like, oh, like, anything that he does in here, I'm not like, oh, that's just, that's just being a dick for the sake of being a dick like. I feel like there's there's motive behind everything he does. It's just some of it's very abrasive.
1: See, I couldn't get past all that stuff. The that's the only thing I could see, like sure he was making some points. Like uh with that conversation in general, like you um there's a difference between being friends and being I can't remember what the other term was. But uh I I I liked it, but I I was just like this guy's just so fucking unlikable. Like, I I get it. Like, you're a dick. I get it. Like, I, yeah. I just can't... I don't know. It's just not for me, I guess. There's... Yeah.
0: I, yeah, I can see that. But, like, uh, I don't know. Like, he's unlikable, but there's so many other people around him that I feel even more unlikable. Like, I don't know. I'm not a big... I'm not... As you can tell, I'm not a big church fan. Right. So, like, uh, I can... I can... Oh, I can... Comp, I can see so much corruption and and like uh, heresy and like the, the Catholic church or just church in general where people put themselves on this pedestal saying God is great but then they put themselves in like but I'm one step below God so I'm not as great but I'm great too so you should probably so like yeah. all that fucking shit about like especially in Catholicism like I, I have nothing against Catholics like, I love like it's like whatever you believe is fine, but I feel like in Catholicism, Catholicism especially, where people put themselves in these high positions saying that that it's it's God it's like divine intervention that they're in this position, yeah, so it's like so then what do you so what di, what is your position if there's no divine intervention like it's just so we're just supposed to believe that you're this great power, but you're using God as your means of this great power, yeah what
1: the uh the show it is doing though was like kind of like i always thought the pope is a very weird position to yeah. have yeah and like it's kind of showing not really the inner workings of that I th- there was another movie that kind of did it i think it was uh oh fuck what was that damn like inferno or something like that Not Inferno. Oh, um... um, Ah, shit. That Dan Brown movie with fucking Tom Hanks in it. The second one.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember, too. I can't remember.
1: Not The Da Vinci Code. The (laughs) other one. The one after The Da Vinci (laughs) Code. I'll probably think of it, like, as we're talking, and I'll just yell it at you. That's fine. But, like, it's such a weird... Like, because it's one of the most powerful positions... Yeah. In the world. Yeah. Like, even, like,
0: Sister Mary, like, Diane Keaton's, like, character, she's just like, you pretty much
1: control a billion people. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he (laughs) rules over more people than probably, like, any... Any country. Any country. (laughs) He has the, like, groups of the entire world, like, answering to him. Yeah. Which is fucked. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, like, he's not like a... Well... I'm talking real world right now. Like the yeah. Pope now from what I can gather is the nicest guy ever. Yeah. Like he's visited other countries. Like he's totally humble and all that shit. I know that's not how it's always been. Yeah. Like going back hundreds of years. Yeah. But like I I just I don't know. Otherwise that put aside, like I don't know, like the when he did his dream speech in the very beginning. I thought that's how it was gonna go, and that's kind of like my mindset when I was actually going into the show before yeah. I even saw it—that mm-hmm. he was gonna be a modern, have a modern sensibility about things. Yeah. And when he said it, and like everyone like was quiet, and like all the Cardinals are like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "All right, like where's this gonna go from here?" And then it ended up kind of being a dream, and then yeah. he ended up just being really god fear. Well, not god, not even really god fearing, but like. So on the side of religion that he thinks, like, people should fear God. Yeah. And not, like, be, have, like, all showering love blessed upon them at all times. Yeah. Which I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't care about that, man. <laughs> like, ah, yeah, I don't, I don't know.
0: Like, I just, I just want to see where it goes. Like, I feel like he has, he has motives in mind, they just haven't really, uh, revealed them yet. But I'm really... He's a very interesting character. Like, especially like, the people around him, too. Like, uh... Like, uh... Like, the sister Mary. Like, he has such a close relationship with her. Until she gets to that point where... She's... She feels, like, so protected by his, lo- by his love for her. That she just being like... Yeah, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that. To the point where he's like... Bitch...
1: Yeah, then he starts being a dick to her.
0: Yeah, you better calm your ass down. Yeah. But it's like, it is. It's like, it's such a powerful position where people can easily take advantage of you. And like, you talked about how like, yeah, the Pope's a really nice guy. How do you know that? Like yeah, that's I how, don't. That's, that's how they portray. <laughs> and that's, that's I think this show does a really good, has a really good, uh does a really good job of showing that to you. Where there's so many people, the minute he moves into the Vatican, where they're so nice to him. And he's like, Bitch, I know what you're up to. Yeah. And then like they show on the outs, and they and they show like outside of talking to him, where they're like, "You better dig some fucking dirt on him," because they're like they're, he's pretty much catching on to the fact that we're just, we're just trying to fucking use him. Like, yeah. like a position like that, it's fucking groundwork for being used. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, I don't know what his motives are just yet, but I think that's main reason why he's being a dick to everybody is he doesn't want anyone to move in on him and be like like well you know you you did do this for me so you kind of owe me a favor like he's he's keeping his distance from all these people that he doesn't trust and that's why he's keeping people like sister mary so close is because he knows he can trust them but then when it feels like he can't trust
1: them then he lashes out a little bit yeah well he doesn't like really trust anybody except for like I don't even know if he really trusts that guy that he even was, uh, confessing all that stuff about or like, no, he doesn't like when he's up on the roof and like, he pretty much just has a guy who hears all the confessions all day, just yeah. spill his guts to him yeah. and like get all this dirt about everybody else in the, which is
0: all, fucking like, it's, Vatican. it's hilarious. Like imagine how guy, how powerful that guy would be by himself. Right. But like, he's so, he's so committed to the church that it takes the Pope to be like, okay, you're going to tell me and I'm going to use it. (laughs) Which, like, he's so fucking, like, that's why Catholicism is so fucking interesting to me because there's those people there that are so drawn to it that they're like, well, it's the Pope. I can't say no to the Pope. Yeah. But it's like, dude, if you use that information by yourself, you could rule ass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Rule ass?
0: (laughs) But he won't because he's so, he's so committed to the church by himself. Which, like, He's probably like the most noble person you can think of that he would take all this information and hold it near and dear to his heart. But then the Pope moves in and he's like, well, you should probably tell me that. And even, even he's even hesitant about it, but it's like, well, he's the Pope. I can't say no to the Pope. Yeah. Like, it's interesting to kind of see that hierarchy, like, especially like how they interact with each other. Like anytime it's like a priest and a bishop, it's very formal and it's very like you're mad. Like, uh, like. Like very like divine one blah 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 like very like formal titles, like very formal uh, interactions. But then yeah. it's like bishop to bishop. Then it's like dig some dirt up on this motherfucker. We going <laughs> to fucking take his ass down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's like if there's if there's any kind of like class difference, like it's formal. But if it's if you're on the same class, it's like let's cut the bullshit. We want this fucker gone. And like I like I like the idea of that where like they, they need to keep. Like, even between themselves, they keep up the the pageantry of it all. But when it's like, dude, we know what this is. Let's cut the bullshit. This pope sucks. We need to dig up dirt on him. <laughs> and I like the idea of all
1: that. Ugh. And this fucking, he smokes. <laughs> it just makes him look that like even was more of a awesome dick. That was fucking awesome, too. That whole line that he had where he
0: was like, where it's like, you can't smoke in here. And he's like, oh, really? Who said that? Oh, John Paul II. Oh, he's the pope, right? Yeah. Well, I'm the Pope. (laughs) Like, what's what's the stop? And then the the whole dick line where, like, the marketing chick's like, Can I smoke? And he's like, No, John Paul II said you can't. (laughs) I
1: love that. It was fucking hilarious. (laughs) That was good. Um, One of the things I did like, though, is when uh, he was talking to um, James Cromwell's character. Yeah. Like, near the end of the second episode. Yeah. I really liked that because that was, like, the only character that he talked to, that he still look, looked like he had respect for. Yeah. And I I like that he just showed up a little vulnerability there, yeah. rather than just being, like, a stone-faced yeah. fucking asshole. Like, yeah, with,
0: like, with Sister Mary, like, I feel like there's definitely a respect there, but he still won't let her get away with anything. I feel like with James Cromwell's character, like, he'll let him get away with anything. Like, yeah. even when even when it comes to, like, him being like, just quit being pope, and then I'll be pope. And then he's like, "Yeah, but you know, I don't know if that'll work." Like yeah. he's like, he's even like thinking about even doing it. Like he has so much respect for him, and I just love his relationship between both Sister Mary and James Cromwell's character, where like even though he has so much respect for him, like James Cromwell's character has so much fucking disdain for him. Like he, yeah, he is like the living embodiment of like fucking bitterness.
1: Yeah. He
0: is a bitter motherfucker. Like, when he found he wasn't Pope, he tried to kill himself. Yeah, <laughs> That's how fucking bitter he is. And I just love the idea of that, where, like, he loves him so much, but he fucking hates him so much. Yeah. And just to see that, like, that interaction with each other, like, he, he legit wanted to give him, like, the highest position Outside of Pope, and he's like, nope, I want to be Pope. Yep. Go fuck yourself. Take your, <laughs> take your fucking title and shove it up your ass. I'm Pope. I'm going to be Pope now. Yeah. Like, oh, I love... Like, that could lead up to so much fucking cool shit in the, be- in the future.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was my... That was the most interesting conversation that I liked in the whole thing. But um, otherwise, I wasn't into the show. Couldn't get into it. I, I, and fair enough. Like, I I'm not...
0: Like, I, I, I I don't know, like, I just, the minute I got it, I was, I was pretty enthralled with it. Like, the dream sequence did kind of throw me off in the beginning, because, just because, like, I just, I feel like dream sequences themselves just kind of cop-outs to be like, we're, we're setting up themes, and blah, 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 but I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm not so much into that, but once they actually started getting into, like, his day-to-day life as the Pope, like, it became, I was, like, more and more interested as it went along. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what would
1: you, did you give it a grade? What would you give it?
0: Oh, man. Like, it's hard to do it without seeing it at all, but I'll give it a strong B. Like, I definitely, I'm definitely interested. I'm going to watch the rest of it for sure. I want to check it out as, as it plays out. But I think Jude Law's character, for as dickish as he is, is very interesting, and definitely Sister Mary and James Cr- James Cromwell's character are also super interesting. I want to see where if they i hope they do flashbacks to kind of like set up like all their intentions in the long run. Yeah. But a oh, solid B.
1: Yeah, I don't even think we mentioned before that like also he's American. Yeah. First American pope, too.
0: Lenny? <laughs> Hi Lenny.
1: Pope's name is Lenny. Um <laughs> I think I would give it like a C minus. Maybe even a D. Like okay. I just wasn't it, I wasn't into it. I do want to know, though, how he does get elected, I guess, as Pope, (coughs) or appointed as Pope. I'll let you know. Yeah, that's all I want to know. I just need (laughs) to be told how it happens, because it it seems like it shouldn't ever, with how much of a dick he is. So, that's it. Young Pope. Young Pope. Young Pope, Yudelaw. Yudelaw, young Pope. Pope. Uh, So, other than young Pope. Yes. Is there anything else you've been into this last week? JT, go. Well, I, uh, I saw the movie Florence Foster Jenkins. Oh, really?
0: The Meryl Streep uh, hates Trump. Right. <laughs> movie. And I really dug it. Oh, okay. I dug it a lot, actually. Like, it's uh, it's actually based on like a true story about this woman who had an awful, awful, awful fucking voice. But, like she had a, like a she had like a husband who like loved her so much that he actually would like pay large rooms of people to like just tell her how great she is. Oh. Like to the point where she became so ambitious where she booked herself to play at Carnegie Hall <laughs> for a bunch of troops Jeez. and like you kind of see how how like that plays out in the end. Okay. But I don't know. Like it, it was like a like for for as delusional as she was, like I thought it was a really inspiring film, uh-huh. especially with the guy that plays like her, that's her uh, pianist. Like uh, I think he's like a, I think I've seen him like on Big Bang Theory. Like he's like the darker haired guy. Okay. Um,
1: he they all like have plays like dark her. Dark hair. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> like he's like more like like blacker hair, but uh. Yeah, like he—he's like he's not—he's not considered like the best pianist in the world, but like because he plays like softer for her than everyone else who's like trying to show off, he like and hires him to be his pianist. And then so when they actually do play Carnegie Hall, it's like you have two people that have no right to play at Carnegie Hall, <laughs> playing at Carnegie Hall. But it, it, it doesn't focus so much on the fact that they're that they shouldn't be there. It's on the it, like focuses more on the fact that they are there uh-huh. and like. They're essentially, like, living their dream at that time. And it, it's really inspiring to, like, see... To kind of, like, see that. Where it's, like... They're in front of a huge crowd at a very established theater. Like, that's... It was really cool. Right on, And, man. like... uh, Like, her husband, played by Hugh Grant, is, like... Really weird. Like, their relationship is really weird. Where it's, like, he has a mistress... But then he still loves her so much that he does all this stuff for her, and he even knows that he has a mis- that she even knows that he has a mistress. So like their weird relationship and seeing how that works was really interesting. Like I really enjoyed Florence Foster Jenkins a lot. Huh. All right. So I say definitely check that out. Also, revisited the movie Reservoir Dogs. Oh yeah. Really dug it. Still good. God damn it. <laughs> Man, they. For so long, it's between that memento it was like my favorite movie of all time. I'd say. Oh really? Because Reservoir Dogs is fucking fantastic. It is really good. And like when I watch it, I realize for the first time that uh, the the argument between Mister Pink and Mister White about the tip uh-huh. is the exact same argument they have about taking Mister Orange to the hospital. Really? Where it's like Mister Pink being like, "It's not my fault that they don't get paid enough." And then Mr. Yeah. White being like they need your tips because they need they need that to live. Mm. It's just it's essentially the same it's the same fucking argument only waitress tips. Man's about to die.
1: <laughs> and I just I
0: love that. Like it's like that foreshadowing, like it's oh it's so good. I love Reservoir Dogs.
1: Yeah. I think I saw it again like the last time I saw it was like a year ago and I was like, man, this is really good. That's
0: so good. And then when they like even though it doesn't have to tell him, he tells him that he's still a cop at the end. Where yeah. It's like, he still gives him that choice. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking good. It's really good. Reservoir Dogs is amazing. Yep. And, uh, for no reason at all, I watched, I rewatched, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh yeah? Like the Coen brothers. Yeah. yeah I, I'm not like super into the story, but the fucking music in it is fantastic. Yeah.
1: I, I don't think I've ever seen that movie all the way through. But the music in it Ugh, is really good. It's
0: so fucking good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right on, man. And me and Molly have been watching a lot of Community. I've been wanting to watch that. Ch- Chelsea was telling me right before we started recording yeah. that we tried to start it a while ago, and she just couldn't get into it, so I kind of just stopped yeah. pressing the issue. Like,
0: yeah, like Community is like, especially like in the first season, like it takes them a while to get their legs, but once they do, like they go off the rails in some
1: pretty fucking awesome ways. That's the show that I always heard that, like, geeks should watch. Not, like, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. But they should watch Community, because they go off and, like, totally weird things with yeah. what you were saying, like. Like, they do, like, weird e-
0: easter eggs where it's, like, like, you don't get all of them, but the things, but the ones you do, you were like, OH MY GOD! That's all. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's, like, uh, a <laughs> like, just one not too long ago I saw, they had, like, one where one of the one of the people in the study group, uh, she brings her ex-husband, who's played by Malcolm Jamal Warner. Yeah, and he wears this really crazy fucking sweater, and like one of them runs into him, and he's like, "Hey, nice sweater." He's like, "Yeah, thanks. I borrowed from my dad." <laughs> 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 like it's just like weird, like Easter eggs like that, where uh-huh. it's like you're not gonna get everything, but with the
1: ones you do get, you're just like,
0: "Yes, I get it.
1: Yeah, I love you, Dan Harmon. I get you." There's uh. There's a ton of fucking community Easter eggs. There's, like, a whole video on YouTube about them or whatever. Yeah. Like, even to a point where, like, in three different seasons, they say Beetlejuice once. And, like, the third time they say it, like, three seasons later, Beetlejuice walks in the background. <laughs> 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 and so, like, like just crazy shit like that. That's yeah. Like, they just made sure they paid attention to. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's great. Oh, I have to, I have to get on it then. It's so good. Really it is so it. good.
0: Like I, I, I will say that it is a little hard to get into just because the first season is very cookie cutter. Yeah, like they do try and do like this whole like, will they, won't they with Joel McHale and uh, Gillian Jacobs character, to the point where like in the se- like the first episode of the second season, like the, uh, one of the characters is like, I hope. I hope they just drop this and we just get, end up in uh, a bunch of hijinks with the group all together, which they do <laughs> after that episode. And It's, yeah, it's so good.
1: Amazing. I'm, I'm going to get on it. I got to jump on something Dude. else. Um, I actually watched the movie hidden figures this last weekend. Ooh. Uh, it's been
0: number one in the box office the last couple weeks. It
1: has been uh, overtook rogue one. Finally, rogue one has only been in there for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> It got overtaken by another space movie. (laughs) Right? Uh, It's good. It's an amazing tribute to these women that were really in the 60s helping with the space program or whatever. Yeah. I don't feel like it's the strongest movie ever. Okay. It is good. Um, A lot of stuff is pretty predictable in it. And I don't know in real life if they actually knew each other at all. Yeah. But it seems like they carpool the work all together <laughs> and all this shit. And some uh, character, like, of the three main characters in it, it really focuses on just one. And I, I can't remember all their names right now. I should have wrote them down, but I didn't. But um, but it it was good. Yeah. It was good. At the first half of the movie really... Like beats you over the head with like segregation stuff. Oh yeah, with like whites only, coloreds only kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Almost to the point where like, okay, I get it. Like, <laughs> I know this was a thing back then, but holy shit! Like, you're focusing on it a lot. When I feel like you should just focus more on like con- getting the story across, yeah. and it would yeah. so I could feel more for these characters or whatever. But, but it was really good. Really good. Right. On um also been reading a lot more fables almost done with that oh shit god fables is so good like they i just realized that like of all the books that i read like i've read a lot of great things but like fables really just swings for the fences on a lot of stuff where they like introduce like this bad guy like issues and issues and issues back like five traits back on how he's going to be this biggest deal, and then one guy will just take him out. And then they'll just continue on with their story. Yeah, It's like, holy shit! And like, <laughs> <clears throat> it's it's great, and like, you feel for characters you never thought you'd ever feel for, like, Little Boy Blue is like the biggest hero in this whole story, <laughs> and like the frog prince, the, the prince who turns to the frog and he kisses yeah. him or whatever, he turns to a prince, Yeah, is like this Ends up being like a super noble, like, king of this whole, like, different fucking make believe castle village. Oh, shit. It's great. It's great. And it, and it, when it first starts, you think you're only gonna follow, like, the big bad wolf and Snow White. But, like, maybe four books in it definitely focuses on other characters oh, cool. and like gets them kind of like doing their own thing to the side. When you follow more other characters doing their own shit, it's, yeah. it's great. Like, yeah, like there's so much potential
0: for fairy, for fairy tales and stuff. Like I'm glad that they actually go like journey out and try and experiment with a whole lot of other characters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like uh snow white. I don't know if this is actual canon. It must be, but she has a sister named Rose red. Yeah. And she's a huge part of the book. Especially, there's, like, a Traitor's Red that's called Rose Red, and it's all about her. And it's really good. Like, it tells it uh, I think it has, like, their whole backstory. And I don't know how true it is or whatever, but I, I was going to bring this up when, before when you said something about Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Like, it gives, like, a backstory on that story. Yeah. And, like, how, like, the dwarves weren't as Disney-friendly as... They are shown in the Disney movie, but, like, they made Snow White their slave and essentially had their way with her every night. Like, crazy rapey stuff. Well, there's seven small, older men. There's got to be at least two or three perverts in there. There's a scene where they're all watching her make her scrub the floor and says, like, I'm having my turn with her tonight. God damn it. And I'm like, holy shit, this is dark. Oh, shit. Uh, Anyway, Fables is good. All so right. going on with that, uh, Chelsea and I started watching the Hulu show The Wrong Mans, and it's the uh, James Corden did it okay. before he got his own Late Show. Yeah, like uh, four years ago, I think, with one of his friends. Yeah, it's really funny. Right on. Um, I think it only goes two seasons, and it's only like eight episodes a season. I think. Yeah. But uh, it's like him and his buddy wrote it and produced it, and I think maybe I don't know if they directed the episodes or not, but it takes like. It it rides the line between like action-y, kind of like thrillery stuff, and mixes in comedy with it, yeah. and it does it really well. Yeah, I like it a lot. Nice. Like, I'm gonna definitely finish it out. Sweet. Like there's like a scene where they uh they like capture somebody who's after him in this office building, and the the guy they captured <clears throat> that they think is gonna kill him is like because he got his mouth taped or whatever, so he's like Ugh. so they he's like what do you want? He's like. I gotta go to the toilet. (laughs) And so the next thing you see is, like, James Corden walking out in a shopping bag full of shit. (laughs) Trying to hide it. (laughs) Anyway, that's just the stupid shit humor. (laughs) But um, also have been into a new podcast lately. Oh, shit. I heard uh, somebody from Cracked mention it. Yeah. And how does this get made? But it's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. Yeah. And it is hilarious. Each episode is only about 30 minutes long. All right. And it's about this guy in the UK, his 60-year-old dad, whose pen name is Rocky Flintstone, just started writing a porno novel called Belinda Blinks. And it is very poorly written. He uses very anatomically correct verbiage. And he reads it Chapter by chapter, every episode, with his friends, and they do commentary on the chapter. Oh, awesome. It is my new favorite thing. Until I get caught up, this is, like, my obsession now. It's so good. Chelsea even likes it. (laughs) Like, I put it on in the car, I'm like, I found this new podcast, you need to listen to an episode. And she's, like, upset when I listen to one when she doesn't get to listen to it. Yeah. It's great. My dad wrote a porno. It's awesome. amazing. That's awesome. But yeah, that's all I've been into this last right week. Right on. It's a lot of stuff, Troy. A lot of stuff. Good. Hopefully, I plan on finishing Fables. I got a four-day weekend. Oh shit! Kind of. I'm gonna go out and visit Spencer Nine Thousand gotcha. this weekend. So gotcha. we'll see how it gotcha. goes. Gotcha. Well, JT, if people want to get you. Where
0: can they do that? They can get me. <laughs> At bucky 4 everyone on Twitter. Also, bucky 4 everyone on Instagram. And you know what?
1: Snapchat as well. You can find me at Tour the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Off Podcast on Twitter. Uh, if you have a Facebook, we are also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Off Topic Podcast. You can find all of our episodes, past, present, and the future, on SoundCloud.com slash Off Topic Podcast. And if you're into iTunes, hey, will not you? Find us on there. Subscribe. Come on over. Give us a rating. (laughs) Review us. We'll read on the show. If you're into Google Play, boom. Guess what? We're on there as well. You can't get rid of us. Come
0: on. We're everywhere.
1: (laughs) If you have something you want to say that may be over 140 characters, you can do so at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Review, review, spelled just how it is in the title. And if you haven't noticed in the stream as of late, JT has been putting it to himself. That he's uploading a second version of the show, just the review portion, mm-hmm. trims the fat. Yep, a lot of people out there saying, "Man, you're putting out long eps." Yeah. So what he did on his own accord, yeah, which I applaud, well, JT. Fa- thank you, thank you. Uh, he's been he re-edits the show and just puts up the the topic of the a uh, topic of the evening. That's it. Just fast forward to the top of the hour. That's it. You want to get to the top of the hour, boom, you're there. Right there. So it's great. Yeah. People have been responding to it. Really? They love it. Good. The numbers are in. They love it. (laughs) Good. Good. So, yeah, check that out. That drops. uh, The full episode drops the day after record, and then the edited version drops. Sometime the week. The the, next week. The following week. When I find time. (laughs) Um, Usually Monday, Tuesday, or so. Before the next episode drops. Yes. So there you have it yes jt what a show
0: what a show young pope young pope what a show next week troy are you are you gonna do that la la land i'm gonna see if i can go see la la land okay good i've already seen it won't spoil anything okay Won't spoil anything <laughs> won't spoil it. great <laughs> la la land did you get that calendar yet ah shit i'm gonna get it get that calendar joel I've got this whole weekend, so I'm gonna. Uh, I'll get it this
1: weekend. Make it a good one. I'll find it. I'll find a good one. Put up them events. Yep. On there, baby. Find out. Yep. Get them.
0: Get them good. Good shows. Get them good shows. Get them good shows. Well, that's
1: a show. Good show. That's a good show for this week. It's A good show. Uh. So yeah. Join us next time where we will be reviewing La La Land. La La Land. Uh, Until next time, I'm Chord of the Max Extreme. I am JD3K. And we are off.